It's Cecilia. And Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out. Or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. Start us off, girl. Sure. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so like. Oh my gosh, it's been a long day. It has. It's been a long day. She hasn't really slept like all day. We've been like fighting to get her to nap for more than an hour all day, which maybe is good. Maybe that's weird. I guess I there's not really a schedule when they're that young. No, and I think maybe, and I've said this before, <laughs> so maybe it's not what's really happening and I'm just trying to give myself hope. Um, but I think maybe she's figuring out daytime and in daytime she only gets one hour naps and she's up more and maybe that'll mean her three hour sleeping stretches at night turn into four or five, you know? True. But even like babies, like 20 month olds get two to three hour naps during the day. Yeah. So doesn't she need to, where does her sleep come from then? (laughs) This girl doesn't need sleep. (laughs) She runs on milk. Wait, guys, I just bought my ticket to see Megan. I know. We get to meet her. Heck yes. End of October. (laughs) (laughs) Just a few weeks away, honestly. Yeah. About time. We want to hear my heck now? Yeah. You want to hear it? Yeah. It's freaking COVID because literally everyone's getting COVID and I'm just trying to like see people and I sound so selfish, right? You sound really Everyone's getting COVID and I'm trying to see people and the people getting COVID are making it so I can't see people and now I'm pissed. And the people that I'm trying to see have COVID, so... So screw you people with COVID is what it sounds like. <laughs> terrible. I was trying to like be cute and surprise people and then I they find out COVID. they have COVID and then freaking Delta is like, I don't know, can we refund your flight? I'm like, I don't know, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm still trying to get like a grand plus some back from our tickets in June. From COVID. Dude, I can't even believe Expedia. What you need to do is you need to go on LinkedIn, find the CEO of Expedia, then find his assistant's name and see the pattern of the email. Maybe it's last name dot first name at Expedia.com, whatever it is. Plug in his information or her information and then email him saying you need your money back. Yeah, you're right. I still have the receipts and everything. Yeah, you need to do some stocking on LinkedIn. All right, but do I need a LinkedIn to do that? Um, I don't think so. Okay, great, because I don't have one. Yeah, you just need to find the email pattern of someone that, like, they don't care that the email's out. And then once you find it, you can just plug in his info or her info. Sweet. Genius. Yeah, there we go. Take notes, everyone. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> now you know how to get your things set straight. Yep. Friggin' airlines. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay, what the heck yes, though? Uh, my heck yes. I'm just going to say it once and I'll never say it again is the dating scene in DC. <laughs> is it fire? <laughs> is it what? Fire. Is it popping? I mean, it's, that was a heck yes, wasn't it, Megan? That is true. We're, we're moving on. You're leaving it at that? All right, okay. Uh, we're leaving it at that. <laughs> my heck yes is uh, finding a really cute place for dinner. And like <gasps> drinks, I posted about it on Instagram, but it was such a cute little place. How and did it, you not know about it? Because how am I supposed to find out about it? Well, it's in New Mexico. It's in Albuquerque, right? Yeah, but like this, like we got here in winter, then COVID hit, and oh. and we don't know anyone here until oh gosh, recently. Right. So, like, how are we supposed to find out about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Blame it on the COVID, huh? Nope. <laughs> hundred percent. Um, but my heck no would be <laughs> a two hour workout that felt like I only really worked out for 30 minutes, but I was there for two hours because I was trying to entertain my daughter. <laughs> Wait, did you bring Carrie with? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like in the little cradle thing? In her bassinet stroller thing. Wait, and then, that's amazing. But then at one point she ended up on my sweatshirt on the floor so I could do push-ups over top of her and like kiss her forehead as I was going up and down so I'd interact with her. 
So she would oh. stop crying, but it didn't really work. <laughs> so. are there, are, were there people watching? <laughs> <laughs> there were only two other guys. And oh, okay. they could have put their headphones in or something, but I mean. Did their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you can't fault someone for wanting to work out. You know, right. like go you, go. How did it feel? Like, like you're. Well, I felt like, like I, I felt like I didn't do anything really. Like, I don't think I'm going to be sore tomorrow because I don't think I did anything consistently enough. Maybe we'll work out is just the way to go. I know, frick. I was gonna say, I was like, did you put Carrie with like the um, daycare they have at? Oh, the gym? absolutely <laughs> not. No. <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, whatever works. I know. <laughs> nope. No, no, okay, no. so that was your heck yes, but also kind of a heck no. But what's your yeah. official heck no? That, I mean, that was... Uh, I mean, that was kind of my heck no. Also, oh. just feeling like... like I oh, you, your like, heck yes was the restaurant, duh. Yeah, my heck yes was the restaurant. But I keep oh, feeling like I have headaches that. off and on, and like my stomach has been hurting, I don't know why, so... So that's Break what I Stop. <laughs> Stop it right now. Let's talk about how people think <laughs> think pregnancy happens or how people wait, yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait. Yeah. Good. That is literally so, – I can't even talk. <laughs> that is a good transition. But before we transition to talking about, first of all, our brief experiences with how we thought babies were made, and then we have some really good call-ins. Um, but we need to talk about the Catholic company because they're freaking amazing. True. True. Yeah. So they're like a nine kid family business based in Charlottesville, North Carolina. Or Why do I always say Charlottesville? It's literally called Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte. oh yeah. Is Charlottesville Charlotte. a place? I'm sure it is. It's gotta be because that always rolls off the tip of my tongue. Um, Charlotte, North Carolina. But dude, you've seen all of their like Catholic home goods, Bibles. They have handmade rosaries and you can get them engraved, which is freaking amazing. That's cool as heck. They're great gifts. And wait, what what was the a few of the home goods you have from them? Um, I have a Jesus, Mary, and Joseph family statue, which I love. And then I have a cutting board that has our name engraved on it with the, like, bless us, O Lord, and these are gifts prayer. Oh, I love that. Which is it's super wooden cute. Cutting board. It's a wooden cutting board. It's real pretty. Nice. Um, I have a couple other things. But yeah, I have a few, favorites. Yeah, I have a few. Hey, Carrie. <laughs> a few handmade rosaries. Like, honestly, what I love about it is you can type in yeah. any paint and you're going to find like a pretty framed picture or something. So I love that. But seriously, they are everything from spiritual books, Bibles, personalized, personalized prayer books, handmade rosaries, all of it. Ah. And then- <laughs> Carrie's loving it. I'm going to have Avery get her a freaking bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no, babe, that's evaporated milk or sweet heavy cream or something. So, <laughs> the one with less. The one with less. I promise you, it's only been in there for a day. It does that when it's cold. <laughs> but but you can use code HECK, capital H E C K, for 10% off your next order at www.catholiccompany.com and make sure to follow them on Instagram at Catholic Company. We always tag them in our show notes. Okay, so. Megan, do you want me to say my while well, you figure out baby bottle? Um, yes. yes. Okay, my experience first. Okay. So I always okay. So when I was I think in fourth grade, my girlfriend and her brother we would always hang out, and they were like not supervised on any laptop or anything, and they like knew bad words at like age three. They were like that kind of family, <laughs> but we were looking up our names. And then .com. So it was like Cecilia.com. And I'm not even going to say her name because I don't want people to look up the website. But we typed in her name.com. And it was literally a porno website with like a naked girl spreading her legs in a bathtub. What? And I was like, I have no idea what that is. But I never want to see that again. And then I feel like, okay, in eighth grade. So I never even thought about it. Because I again, I've never had the talk. Like no one ever gave me the talk. But in eighth grade or maybe it was seventh grade, we had to like learn the body parts and like memorize all the parts of the penis and like all the things. And my dad helped me study for that. But like we never talked about it, you know? Yeah. 
And then in the eighth grade, or maybe it was freshman year, I think it was freshman year, I heard someone was like, yeah, this girl and this guy had sex on the playground. And I was like, why did they do that? Why do they want a baby in ninth grade? I was like, I'm just so confused. Like, I thought people only had sex to have a baby. And then my friend was like, no, people have sex for fun. And I was like, what? And you're like, what the crap? What? Like, what? I thought, like, and then before that, I thought that, which is a lot, a lot of our callers who thought you're, like, have to be married. And if you kissed and just, like, prayed a lot, you got a baby. <laughs> okay, and that's kind it, of what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because, like, then also, just, like, side note, that story made me think of the American Girl Doll book. Did you have one? It was, like, yes. taught girls about, like, boob sizes and tampons. <laughs> yes. And how to shave your armpits. Yeah. Like, pubic hair. And you're like, oh, yep. my gosh. Yep. But it was actually genius because your parents it was just slide it on the bookshelf and then you just find out. Exactly. <laughs> And you're like, you like sit in your room with your girlfriends. You're like, what boob shape do you have? What stage are you? I'm like, I'm not at that stage yet. I'm at this one, but I'd be like, you're at this one for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. We never had the talk at all either. And I think, I honestly think it was just in high school where I was like, oh, that's how it works in sex ed. But I think before that, I literally just thought, you pray and then God waves his magical wand and then you're pregnant. Right. I mean, I feel like I feel like we're the last generation. I was talking to a friend like this with this. We were the last generation where I think we can really get away with people with our parents not teaching us sex ed because I feel like nowadays it's such a topic that yeah. kids are exposed younger and younger and parents really do need to teach their kids about it because yeah. otherwise they're confused and frustrated and learn from someone else right or it gets like they learn wrong stuff about it <laughs> uh-huh exactly exactly okay well we're gonna jump right into it because we have a ton of good calls actually first let me talk about a few and then we'll jump into the calls okay. because yeah, they're just really good. So I don't know how long this episode will run, but we'll do enough to fill an hour and maybe, I mean, we'll try to get them all in. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay, ladies. <laughs> they're really good. But first I want to talk about, okay, Hannah DM'd us. It's so good. Okay. I'm going to read her DM. She says, hey, can't call the hotline because I'm at work, but I figured I'd share here. I grew up going to a Catholic school until my family moved to Oswego, which actually I know of because it's kind of, it's in outside of Chicago, where I started public school. The transition was such a culture shock. And then in eighth grade health, we watched the miracle of life and my jaw hit the floor because I'd never thought God just put a baby in a woman's belly. Because I always thought God put a baby in a woman's belly once they were married and prayed for it, like how we thought, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's I think the typical Catholic thing. Yep. Like, and then she goes, like I had no idea it involved sex at all. And then what was even worse is freshman year of high school, I moved to Georgia where I again took health, and this was when they had the sex ed talk, and they brought up different kinds of sex, one being oral, mind you. I'm the kind of kid from the Midwest, still new to public school, wanting to fit in and to be cool. So I hear that and thought of oral sex is so outlandish to me. And so that it has to be like making out because why would every, anyone put their mouth on that? <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> Down there. Okay. Pretty much you say that like they told her about oral sex. She thought it was just making out because there's no possible way in the world it could mean the other thing. <laughs> And then she's like, and then she said, "Oh my gosh, frick! Where's the other half? Wait, where's the? <laughs> Is there another half of this? Yeah, there's another half. Hold on, I'm pulling it out. Hold on. <laughs> what is happening? Pause, guys. <laughs> what? Sorry. What? Avery just tried to hand me our child, and we both like intertwined our arms to try and like easily hand her over. <laughs> and then it just made me think about what we're talking about, and then I just couldn't. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, so continuing with Hannah, she goes. So after class, everyone was, of course, talking about health and all of the stuff we learned about, you know, X, Y, Z. So I'm thinking, oh, I've made out with someone. This is my time to look cool. But in reality, she actually never made out with someone. She actually only kissed someone. 
<laughs> so with the utmost confidence, she goes, you guys, wait, <laughs> I'm such a bad storyteller. <laughs> All you have to do is read it. I know, but like, I'm <laughs> okay so she's only kissed a boy but she's saying that like you know i've made out with someone before to look cool yeah. so she goes you guys have never done oral sex that's so crazy i have a bunch <gasps> <laughs> that's really funny everyone just looked at her in shock and was like you guys, chill. It's not a big deal. And then fast forward to a few months, she finds out what oral sex is, and she's absolutely mortified because up until that point, all of her friends, everyone thought I was the crazy oral sex kid from the Midwest. (laughs) When really, I was just a sheltered and Catholic. (laughs) My stomach hurts. Are any of the voicemails that good? Yeah, they're really good. good. They're really good. <laughs> I can't breathe. Did, did she ever explain to them? Hey, actually, I take I it back. Know. I think I would have tried to move schools at that point. <laughs> the crazy oral sex kid from Illinois. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope that I hope I hope the story made sense because apparently I can't read. But <laughs> I have to cough. I have to cough. <clears throat> okay, okay, calming down. But Emily from Nebraska said that her mom put in her diocese a, a diocesan wide class that explained sex to her. Ooh, that's a thing. <laughs> That apparently, I feel like I feel like parents should definitely explain it before they stick them in a class. And she said it was right. like traumatic. Oh gosh, I know. And then Kateri and Catherine both called in and said they figured out from growing up on a farm because they saw goats mounting each other. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, that's how everyone does it. <laughs> hey, maybe that's why so many. Maybe that's like another benefit of a farm. You don't have to have a talk yeah. with the kids. True. Just watch the chicken. <laughs> uh huh. Wait, wait. What? Okay, never mind. I just was like, oh, a chicken doesn't have sex because they lay an egg. And then I'm like, no, that's not how it works either. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, have you ever seen a, chick- a male chicken's thing? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> No, but I don't go looking. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just turned into like literally an eighth grader while having this conversation. <laughs> I'm eating popcorn. Literally eating popcorn right now. This is okay. So okay, we're going to get into the voicemails. First up is Paige. <laughs> Paige? Hey, Megan, Celia. This is Paige. Um, fun little fact before I share my awkward story. Um, my best friend, Lana, is roommates with Cecilia, so I just thought that was really fun and wanted to tell y'all. Um, anyway, so, when I was younger, um, I was homeschooled, and I'm one of seven kids, I'm number six of seven, so I think by the time that it got to me, my parents were kind of over the top. Um, and so, in our neighborhood, we had a ton of public school kids, um, that we were friends with. And so one day, I think it was like eight or nine, I was playing Barbies with one of my friends. Um, And she told me how Barbie and Ken should have sex. Um, And so that was the first time that I heard anything about that. Um, And then maybe like a year later, I was walking with my family and (laughs) somehow sex came up and my mom freaked out because I was there and I was like, mom, I know what sex is. I know how you have sex. Um, And she's like, okay, how do you have sex? And I said, yeah, my, 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 my neighborhood friend told me. And basically what happens is the guy and the girl get naked and the guy goes to the fridge and he pulls an egg out of the fridge and he goes and he puts it in the woman and then they just make out a lot. And that's how you have a baby. And my family just started cracking up. Um, and 
basically my siblings made fun of me and told me, no, that's not how you have sex. And I don't think my mom told me right then and there because that possibly would have been weird. Um, and I actually don't know who ended up telling me how you actually do have sex. But now I have a little baby, so I guess I figured it out. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having such a great podcast. You guys are awesome. Bye. Um, literally can't wait to have kids that are old enough to explain this stuff to me just so I can like hear what they think actually <laughs> happens because the, the guy goes and picks an egg like a chicken of, egg and shoves it up her you know that's what I'm wondering a freaking like raw egg yolk and all because and stuff, you, stuff you fry on the stove oh <gasps> same thing you make scrambled eggs out of like what <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they get more ridiculous. Just do it, Paige. Oh, also, Paige, yes, love Lana. She can probably hear me from. I'm literally recording this. We share a wall, so she could probably hear me say her name right now too. So that's, <laughs> that's amazing that you're her BFF. Um, okay, well, we're gonna move on to Liza, but <laughs> we're just gonna keep rolling through them. Hey, this is Liza. When I was in sixth grade, I was well, still am, kind of a nerd. And so I learned about sex by looking it up in the dictionary in sixth grade. And my brother was in eighth grade when he was in sex ed for the first time, learning where babies came from. He thought they came from outer space. And then he came home and told my second grade brother about it and was, like, astonished. And I was just so mortified, like, he's in second grade and you're in eighth grade. Anyway. The dictionary has a lot going on in it. Hope you guys have a good day. Bye. Okay, I don't want my kids to be that curious. Like, I, I, I think that's quite an intellectual move, if we're being honest here. Like, I never would have thought, let me look up the word sex in the dictionary, because that'll be straightforward and honest with me. <laughs> and she probably literally, like, went to the bookshelf, pulled out that Merriam-Webster, like, yep. went to as <laughs> bam, there it is. And honestly, I wonder, I think it's just probably, like, used the term intercourse, and then she had to probably look up what term intercourse meant, and it's probably just a spiral that's true <laughs> and then it's probably like c words if it had a diagram that's probably even more just like traumatizing dictionaries have diagrams i can't i think some at least the children's dictionary but then again would sex be in the children's dictionary i don't know i hope not you never know these days let's be real <laughs> Okay, Victoria, let's hear it. Hi, Cecilia and Megan. My name is Victoria. Um, I live in Connecticut. And my, let's see, I'm doing the Never Given the Birds and Bees talk. So what did you always assume? So I always assumed that, um, well, this is like kind of what my parents told me, but I assumed that uh, since my mom said that Jesus and Mary, like Jesus creates the baby and then puts it in, in the mommy's tummy. So I always thought that Jesus kind of just like sh shone down his light into my mom's stomach and the baby just kind of like miraculously like came down through the light and into my mom's womb. And that's how I thought the baby got there. Um, and yeah, just thought that <laughs> I'll let you guys know that um, I love your podcast. Um, you guys are awesome. Keep doing it. I love being able to be um, a young Catholic looking up to you guys um, for advice. So thank you so much for what you do. Bye. Okay, so Victoria and I are practically on the same page because it's basically all my dad ever told us anytime my mom got pregnant. Like, really? Jesus. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, what did you think he was going to do, Cece? Sit us down and explain how they actually got pregnant? <laughs> okay, but I feel like even I wouldn't even be able to understand like intellectually what the heck was going on when they said that. Well, no, it was like, okay, mom's pregnant. It was like, oh, okay. And then it was like, where's the baby come from? And it's like, well, Jesus puts the baby in mom's tummy. Like, that's just the oh. answer, you know? Which isn't wrong. I mean, it's not totally wrong. He's not lying. He's just not telling the whole truth. So. <laughs> what did Avery say? Avery said, I feel like that'll make the immaculate conception a little more difficult for the average person to understand. <laughs> 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 I feel like guys get the talk from their dads, but women are just like, I'm just going to be like super passive and not really do it. Yeah, probably. But 
Well, yeah, some. I was gonna say, well, but moms have to talk about freaking um, period, like periods and tampons and stuff. But then some moms don't. Like my mom did not ever show me how to put it in. No, and, and we'll get to that. We have some that talks about that. Great. Uh, okay, next <laughs> up is anonymous, and it has to do with saliva. Ew. <laughs> Hi, Megan and Cece. So this is uh, a really funny story about what I what I thought. Um, was how people, how women got pregnant. Um, I used to think that people kissing made women pregnant because I had this theory that uh, (laughs) the saliva went down to the stomach and the stomach is where the kids were. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that was it. So I guess that's a, um, yeah, that's a pretty embarrassing story of what I thought, but yeah, bye. Okay, <laughs> honestly, that's kind of genius. Yeah, honestly, they sat and thought about the logic behind that one and concluded with that, so. Yeah, like, impressed. I'm into that one. I might tell my kids that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Ew. So just, you know, this spit right here, it's going to create a baby, so be careful. So, so don't share your spit with anyone. <laughs> so don't swap spit. <laughs> oh man. Okay, okay. These I feel like get so awkward. It's so weird. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. If you're around kids, like, don't have them listen to the next one. Okay. Next one is from I believe it's Luz. Yes. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Hey girls, this is Luz calling from Texas. So um, you guys wanted to hear about where, you, where we thought babies came from. So I am born to two immigrants from Mexico. So I grew up very sheltered, you know, in the church, but I also went to public school. I, after hearing y'all's podcast for a while, I'm totally uh, homeschooling my future kids if I have any kids because <laughs> so in the, when I, back in the day, I'm probably probably part of y'all's older crowd of listeners. But back in the day, they used to teach us sex education in middle school. And my dad worked in my middle school. My dad was the head custodian at, at my middle school. So, like, everybody knew my dad. And everybody knew I was my, my father's daughter. So, in the sixth grade, I had a friend who told me that a girl could get pregnant. Okay, well, of course, obviously, I didn't know anything about theology, but this is what she told me back, back then, was that if a girl drank a man's semen, you could get pregnant. And I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. I was like, what the heck? So the whole sixth grade, I was like, this is insane. Like, like I didn't think about it all the time, right? But, like, when people would bring up, like, sex education, that's what I would say. I was like, oh, my gosh, you can't drink a semen because you're going to get pregnant. Well, in the seventh grade, I was taking sex education because that's when we finally took sex education. And my dad's really good friend was my science teacher. Mind you, a male science teacher. Why did they have men and male and female in the same classroom? Sex education being taught by male beyond me, again, public, public school. But I told my friend who was a boy, I was like, hey, ask the teacher if it's true that a girl can get pregnant if he drinks semen or sperm, whatever you want to call it. And he tells me, no. And I was like, come on, please. He's my dad's friend. Like, if I ask the question, he's going to go and tell my dad my question. I don't want my dad to think that I'm, like, doing something I'm not really doing. And he told me no because he didn't want to ask the question. So there goes Bray loose raising up her head and asking the question, if a girl drinks sperm, can she get pregnant? (laughs) And my poor teacher turned pale and was like in complete shock that I asked such a question. To this day, I still laugh because I was so naive. I was so sheltered that I actually thought it was true. (laughs) Obviously, I did not know the female anatomy and I was not paying attention to such a patient back then. Listen. She could be a Hannah. It could be worse. She- Wait, what? 
<laughs> Hannah didn't really understand how oral worked either, so here we are. <laughs> Wait, I feel like true. I feel like I can't talk because <laughs> this is not even getting so me. I'm like so confused with everything. No one tells me anything. Like so sheltered in that sense, and I'm like, <laughs> I feel like that thought totally went through my brain. Like I thought you, could get, I didn't even realize you needed a boy and a girl to get pregnant. I think you just need Jesus, right? Yeah, I was like, you just, <laughs> and you have to lay really close to someone naked. Like, <laughs> I totally thought that. I totally thought a boy and a girl just had to fall asleep in a bed together. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it was so like innocent. I kind of want my uh-huh. kids to have that innocent for innocence for a while. Though. Oh no, me too. And I, I'm also very grateful that 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 it's not that easy. Right. <laughs> I would be sleeping on the couch. <laughs> there were literally times where I didn't even, I was like, felt, because I was a gymnast for so long and I didn't get my period for a while. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I feel, I, I didn't know the term bloated, but I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like my stomach's expanding. Like, what if I'm pregnant? And I'm like, oh I have never my. even kissed a boy. <laughs> You're like, I'm Virgin Mary number two. And I'm like, I'm probably pregnant. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. But seriously, that was such a good story and so awkward that your dad worked there. So you couldn't ask anything. <laughs> that sucks. That freaking sucks. But at least now you know. Okay, uh-uh. you, did she say she had kids? Uh-uh. Not yet. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay next is maria and it has to do with rubbing butts oh gosh <laughs> hey megan and cc it's maria from indianapolis um i don't have the best like where did babies come from talk or birds and bees talk from when i was little but i have friends of mine who do and they've shared it with me over the years i always were like i always was like um, the mommy and daddy prayed and God came and put a baby in the mommy's belly, which is so sweet. And then when I got, like, when I actually, like, learned, the, like, all the birds and bees, and I was like, I think I liked that version better. I didn't like it at first when my mom told me. It was it was not fun. Um, but I have a friend of mine that she and her all of her homeschooled friends were, like, confused as to where everything was, what, everything was happening or whatever. And they were like, mommies and daddies have to do a secret, like, special kiss or whatever. And they have to, like, rub noses. And then one of her friends was like, no, they have to rub butts. <laughs> oh, we died laughing on that one. And then she ended up, like, she was, like, a, she became a bio pre-med um, major before she is now a nun. So God bless her. Um, but she then actually, like, looked it up and was like, um, what? explain this a little further it was a really really great moment but um i hope you guys have a blast and thanks for listening to the silliness of my friends and me understanding all the birds and the bees bye wait so what was the first one because it escalated to rub butts together it was so cute <laughs> it was, we just have to rub noses oh look oh, isn't that eskimo kisses or are, yeah that's eskimo kisses Oh, really? I just think of, like, a little bunny rabbit, like, rubbing noses. And then she's like, no, you have to rub butts. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably how bunnies get pregnant, because they have so many babies. They just rub their freaking noses together. They just smell each other, and bam, you're they pregnant. Boom. Instant. Their pheromones <laughs> just... <laughs> they're really devout rabbits. They just pray a lot to Jesus, and he just gives them all, all the babies. Oh my gosh! I love the, is, I love the rubbing busting. <laughs> I know it's so good. Oh, and now she's a nun, so her <laughs> sister, praise God. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Okay, so next up is Morgan, and I feel like a lot of people will relate to this one. Hi, Susie and Megan. It's Morgan. So I was always led to believe that it was physically impossible to conceive a child out of wedlock. I would often ask my mom, do you have to be married to have a baby? And her response was always, you have to be married, extra emphasis on the you. So I was left kind of confused. Does that mean you as in me or you as in everybody? It didn't make sense that it would only be me. So I tried phrasing this question various ways. I would ask, can a divorced couple have a baby? And her reply was always, well, they typically wouldn't want to because they're not in love anymore. You know, they're divorced. And then I would counter by saying, but biologically, could they? 
and she just refused to answer my question, which was very frustrating for me as a child. So up until age 11, I was under the impression that only after a couple had exchanged wedding vows and kissed at the altar did God spiritually, like, fuse their souls together with the seal of marital love, making it possible for them to now lay in bed together praying this special baby-making prayer and to continue reciting this prayer together every night until God finally decided to bless them with a child. And I did know a few couples that struggled with infertility, and so I thought that meant they were just reciting the prayer wrong or that they weren't reciting the prayer genuinely enough, like they weren't pouring their whole heart and soul into this prayer. So God wasn't registering that as a sincere request for a baby. And the way I finally found out this wasn't true was surprisingly through a close Catholic friend of mine who discovered the summer before sixth grade that she had a much older half-sister from a relationship her dad had in college. He and his college girlfriend broke up before she found out that she was pregnant. And apparently they just never saw each other or communicated again until randomly, 20 years later, she reaches out to him to say, hey, by the way, you have a daughter. I just thought you should know. And what's even funnier is that my friend had the same reaction to the story as I did. She started out by saying, so apparently you don't have to be married to have a baby. And just kind of paused there for a second, like, mic drop, before continuing to tell me the remainder of the story. So, yeah, that is how I used to believe babies were made, through prayer. And how I learned out that, or how I found out that out-of-wedlock pregnancies are a thing. Love you guys. Bye. Um, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad too. <laughs> like that's freaking frustrating. But it I feel is. like there's so many Catholic Christian families. Uh huh. And I, I really do think that my parents said the same thing. Yeah, you have to be married to have a kid. Right. And then it's like the whole pro-life thing comes in where people feel like in their head, it's like, no, you have to be married to have a kid. So then they're like, okay, I can't handle having a child. Right. Like It's like pretty much grooming them to say no to their child. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I feel really strongly about this. I feel, I feel that obviously, I don't know. It's so hard. I'm not a parent and I'm not in that position, but I, I mean, Morgan, I'm not like bashing your mother or anything, but I would be really frustrated too. And then if you had that perception, you know, it's like, oh, I can't do it. Or, you know, I don't know. I just don't know how to think about it. My thing is if your kids start asking, you need to have age appropriate answers. So it's frustrating that she was asking and curious and wasn't receiving like an actual answer. And if you could understand like, what marriage even was and like right. the body soul unity, then I think you probably were old enough to understand like, right. Like, this is how kids become sneaky, you know? True. This is when they start to Google things that you don't want them Googling. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. I am so sorry you had that because I would be really confused and just like honestly ticked off that I wasn't getting a straight up answer. Yep. And that's when you start asking other kids and they give you even more straightforward answers. <laughs> so, yeah. butt to butt answers, you know? So. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> All right. Okay. Willows is next. And it kind of had to do with the whole blood thing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, girl. So, this is Willow. So, I grew up in a medical family, so from the time I was four, I knew exactly where babies come from. However, I was told kind of late what your period was, and I was told by some friend of mine that you literally pee blood, and it totally freaked me out because I thought, that's way too much blood you're going to lose. You would die if you were just peeing blood for several days, and I was extremely concerned about every woman's health, and especially my own. And then my husband just recently didn't know that you could have sex while you were pregnant and hadn't figured this out until after we'd already gotten pregnant. I don't know how he went so many years without thinking you could have sex when you were pregnant, but bless his heart, he was still hanging on and, and going through with being a dad. <laughs> no, you got that. Thank you guys so much for your podcast. I absolutely love it and enjoy it every single Monday on my way to work. Love you both. Bye. Well, Willow, if it makes you feel better, I feel like 75% of men have no clue you can have sex while pregnant. I know. He is in good company. (laughs) We talked about this before, but they literally think they're going to poke the baby. Yep. (laughs) Or that they're somehow going to impregnate you again. So... Not sure how that works. <laughs> Which, yeah, I, I don't, that like hurts my brain even thinking about it. But also the pee blood thing, that's, <laughs> when I first learned about the period, I thought I was like going to die. Yeah, no, me too. I was like, I was what? Like, you have to shove what up where? Where well, I was just like, blood? What? 
blood comes out of me what <laughs> yeah Why? no no no. I was like is there can I make a deal for this not to happen <laughs> <laughs> it was like anything anything that is so funny Willow oh we I, we need to do some podcast about like what men think like, like misconceptions they found out once they were married yes that would be so good so good. If you guys have any ideas, DM us or uh, call in because, you know, it's always fun to see what men think. Okay, okay. Next up, we have four more. Next up is Abby. It has to do with a baby gun. A what? Hi, girls. My name is Abby. Um, I'm responding about the birds and bees podcast we all are recording. And I get so embarrassed when telling this story. But I thought that God had a baby gun. And whenever a mom and dad pray that they could have a baby or they wanted to have a baby, that God would shoot the belly with the baby gun and they would be pregnant. And I have no idea where that thought came from. But, yeah, I told my parents that that's what I thought a few weeks ago. And they're like, Abby, no. And it was so funny. Yeah, I hope they'll have a good week. Bye. You get a baby. You get a baby. Them. <laughs> so God just freaking straight up shoots them. God's freaking savage. And then they. <laughs> this is Old Testament God. <laughs> yeah, he's a little more brutal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, when does the person does the person feel like they got shot? And then like, when right. do they? How do they know they're pregnant? And like, how does the baby also look like the dad? <laughs> Just so many but questions. then again, when you're young, it's like no logic. It's like no, there's here's a story, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, That's the next it. one. The next one's kind of similar. It's from Christina, and she thought it had to do with a beam of light. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hi, Cecilia and Megan. This is Christina calling from Maryland. I just want to say I love your guys' podcast. It's it's awesome. Um, but I'm calling about finding out. Um, where babies come from so when I was a kid or this is what I this is where I thought babies came from so um, I come from a family of seven kids I'm number five my parents had four kids four boys before me took a break and then they really wanted a girl and so I always asked them the story of I was like where did I come from and how did God give you give you a girl and everything and my dad told me this story and he said well one day we were praying in the kitchen at the kitchen table and we were praying to God that um, for him to give us a baby girl because we had four boys already and we really wanted a girl and then all of a sudden a beam of light from heaven came and it and it was shining into your mom's tummy that's what my dad said and God sent you down through that beam of light into your mom, and that's that's how we got pregnant with you. And I thought it was the most magical thing in the world. I just I totally believed it. We have this big window in my kitchen, so I always just imagined me coming as a baby into my mom that way. And um, anyway, that's when I was like four. They told me that, and then a year later, they told me that they were pregnant with. They told our whole family that they were pregnant with my little brother. And the first thing I asked was, when did you pray? Because I thought that that's how they got pregnant with him, was the same way with me, which was the beam of light. Anyway, <laughs> it's a silly story. I didn't find out the real way until years later, but it definitely was magical. I'm kind of glad my dad told me that because it made it made it so special to me. Anyway, well... I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for letting me on the podcast, if it makes it. Okay, I actually really love that. I know, I kind of like it too. That was like a well-done way of explaining the beam of light, you know? It was like, like so pretty, innocent. Very magical. Yeah. It's not going to like was... screw you up when at a later year. <laughs> right. Just like, as a little girl, you're going to think, yeah, exactly. But as a little girl, you're going to think, oh my gosh, my parents love me so much and Jesus loves me so much and I'm a fairy princess that came through, a, <laughs> came through a ray of light seriously i kind of like i mean i i wouldn't use it but i do like it <laughs> oh my goodness that's so sweet and then also she she just seems so happy about it like I know. not many people can say they're like they like how their parents told them 
Yeah, that is true. So there you go, Christina. I like it. Take notes. Take note, fam. (laughs) Okay, next up is Julie, and (laughs) this might be one of my favorites. Hi, so my name is Julie, and I have a really weird um, story on how I learned about the birds and the bees. (laughs) So I have five older siblings, and most of them are a good amount older than me. My brother is the only one that is really close in age. So I'm about five years old, just doing my thing, playing with my dolls, and my siblings all come home from school. And I guess they had a sex ed course, like three of them or something. The other ones, I don't know where they were. But um, Megan, she's nine years older than me. So she's about 14, and she's so excited to tell me what makes um, playing with your dolls more realistic. And she starts jabbing them together. And in horror, my mom saw that that's what um, she was teaching me. And um, since then... Since being five, I've known about sex. So, like, yes, it's been weird knowing about sex since I was five. But at the same time, I feel like I just grew up a lot faster in, like, weird (laughs) weird ways because I had older siblings. But, yeah, she just took my two brat dolls and started, like, smacking their parts together. It was a little intimidating. I did not know what was happening, so it wasn't bad then. Like, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But now I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) that's a weird way to learn i hope you guys enjoy this story though it's definitely a weird part about me okay so like was it two girl brats dolls that's what i was gonna say were there men i don't remember there being men there might have been should i google it men brats dolls we need to figure this out because that was literally oh my gosh that was was my first thought the guys with like the frosted tips like in the hair like do you know what that is where they have like lighter tips than the rest of their hair <laughs> yeah like when that was the thing like all the men have like frosted tips and like streaky highlights they're all like v metro but uh <laughs> beautiful Oh, that's so funny. Brats still smacking parts together. <laughs> because amazing. honestly, like, when you play Barbies, you would, like, put them in the same bed and you'd be like, like, oh my gosh, wait, I feel like I found out. This is just coming back to me because I'm a verbal processor. I thought sex was, like, cuddling in bed because Sims, you made a baby when you pressed make love. Did oh, you ever play Sims? Gosh. No, I never had Sims. Oh my gosh, yeah. They like you build a house, build a bed, have two people, and then you put them in the bed together and you had options and you could put like cuddle or like I forgot swoon or something or like oh, make gosh. make love and then they she'd be pregnant the next morning. So that's how you do it, folks. That's yeah. how you do it. You just click make love and make it happen. All right, one last one, Amy, and she thought having a period means I'll just let her tell you. Hey Megan, hi Cecilia. Um So I have never given the talk. Oh, by the way, my name is Amy. Um, I've never been given that birds and the bees talk. Um, I just always assumed, like, when I was little, that once I got my period, that I would just become pregnant. When I finally got my period uh, in, what, grade six, I thought that, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get pregnant now. (laughs) And I had no idea that it doesn't work that way. Uh, anyway, thanks. I mean, in a way, she's not wrong. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. You can't get pregnant unless you have your period. Yeah, well, apparently that's not totally true either. What? Yeah, because there are women who literally don't get their period back right away being, um, when they're nursing. postpartum. Well, yeah, but I just meant, like. True. Newsflash to everyone out there. You're not yeah, safe I postpartum. Thought, <laughs> I always thought like <laughs> you're not safe. I always thought postpartum like you couldn't get pregnant until after your period. I know. Me too. Yep. <laughs> when you are postpartum. Oh well. Who's <laughs> supposed to tell you this stuff? That's what I want to know. Why don't they teach you this stuff in school? In baby making school. Right? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for all the ladies that called in with their stories and DM them. We hope you enjoyed this and got a kick out of these. It probably made it a little nostalgic or you can laugh about your parents with these. True. Um, <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. Can Avery share how his brother shared it with him? 
Oh my god, yes, Avery, get on. <laughs> Avery, get on over here, son. <laughs> well, hurry up and finish. Here we go. Oh, hold on. He's chewing his chicken. All right. So I was probably like five or six. So my brother was. Oh my oh, gosh, you were that so young. young. Ten or twelve. No, he was ten or eleven. He's oh, five years old. And I had heard from my friend at the time, like my best friend at the time, that sex was when uh, parents kiss naked. <laughs> and, and I asked my brother what sex was. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. He just straight up drops his pants. And he's like, you know how he's literally standing there like with his penis out and everything. He's like, you know how girls have a hole? And I totally did not know, but I said, yes. <laughs> He goes, it's when you put this and that. And I was like, thanks. You can put your pants on back now. So, See, guys are just more up front. When he, how, he just knew at 10. I don't know. Cameron's a sketchy guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He, he was a good kid. At Cameron. Oh, at yeah. Cameron. Oh my gosh, I'm cracking up. That's terrible. And also, gave him I mean, the visual and everything. Right. He just straight up told him, didn't make a big deal about it, and moved on. Yeah, that's how. But and Avery's like, wait, how many holes are there? I know. Avery's like, now I know a girl has a hole, apparently. <laughs> Guys literally think it's all connected. They're like, so there's one hole. I'm like, no. <laughs> well because for them there is one hole right <laughs> also Avery still thinks girls don't poop so here we are every guy and they don't we'll just keep yeah. up with that yeah yep as he sees like the poopery being bought like every other month <laughs> the Amazon account <laughs> <laughs> Oh yep. my gosh. Okay, ladies, we need you to call our hotline at 312-775-2615. Let us know a heck yes or a heck no or both. Do your thing. Make it short, sweet, and tell us where you're from. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave a rate and review. We love reading those and sharing those. And we're always so thankful and excited when we see a new one pop up in the AM. Yes. Um, Megan, yes. anything else you have to say? I just need everyone to know that I go and read the reviews every now and then, and they make my heart really happy. That's all. I just need everyone to know that I look every morning. <laughs> okay, same. Yep. Same. <laughs> love you okay. guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. We're so thankful that we're able to put ads and monetize this and just really make it something that we look like Megan and I look forward to this as Literally. much as we hope you guys look forward to it. So thank you, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.